0: Welcome to Standout, the show that shares strategies you can use right now to get noticed and be seen as a thought leader in your industry. I'm your host, Cheryl Tan, with CherylTanMedia.com. This is episode number 52. If you're listening to the show when it is released live, then take a look at the calendar. Don't get stressed. Yes, there's a lot to do. But there are six weeks left until the end of the year. I know, I know, the holidays are around the corner, but I also know there's still time to do something big that can help you or your business before the start of 2018. I was hosting a call with members of the PR Pro membership community this week, and when I mentioned how much time we have left in the year, they sat up a little straighter. Realizing that, yes, we don't have to speed to December 31st, we can take some deliberate action to create something before the end of the year. It could be creating an event, making a point to attend more networking meetings and creating the start of some great relationships. Or it could mean creating video. A lot of people come up to me and ask, how do I, and they will fill in the blank with get more speaking get media attention, get on more podcasts, get more leads. And I will say, and I know my next guest will agree, that video is a smart path to follow in order to accomplish your goals, especially now. If you wanna discuss your goals, head on over to the Standout Facebook group. It's full of smart and fun marketers and entrepreneurs. We'd love to meet you. Okay, back to video. Earlier this year, I was working with a company based in New York to possibly start a video show with them. We didn't end up going forward with that project, but we did learn about Jennifer Quinn, widely known as Jenny Q, who was, and is making a name for herself as a live streaming expert. Listen to our conversation and take away some really important nuggets, like why video isn't a nice to have anymore how conventional marketing advice may not give you the results you want, and the things you need right now to get started with video. Here's Jenny Q. Jenny Q, welcome to Standout. So great to have you on the show today.
1: Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I love
0: your work and I love what your podcast is about. So I'm honored to be a guest. Uh, Ditto. I love your work as well. For those who don't know Jenny Q, (laughs) find you on Facebook. You are a live streaming expert And a new author, you just released a book called Leverage Live Streaming to Build Your Brand, Start, Master, and Monetize Live Video. That's a mouthful, Jenny, but there's a lot in there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is a mouthful, but I really wanted people to know what the book was about.
0: (laughs) That's so important. Um, I think we have to start at the beginning. I always like to start at the beginning. And so, and while we're going to talk about live video today, in depth, ad nauseum, some might say. (laughs) I want people to know who are listening and watching that you actually didn't get your start in video. And so your shift into video, I think is such an interesting one. So tell me how you got started in business. How about that?
1: Sure, you bet. So in 2007, I started my uh, marketing company. And then in in 2012, there was a huge shift into social media. So I had been playing in social media, but then it became very evident that it was time for businesses to really jump in on social media. It wasn't wasn't a fad. It wasn't just what the college kids were doing on Facebook. It was a real thing. And so I started teaching classes locally to small business owners and I called them old school classes for new technology and people loved it and they signed up and they came and I would do a two hour class on uh, Facebook for business and Twitter for business, right? And they loved it. But by the end of the two hours, they just sat there with their mouths open and said, Can you just do it for me? And so then my marketing company became also, we we went from just doing web design and digital marketing to now doing social media management. And so then in 2015, because I was already in this space of digital marketing, uh, you know, Periscope came out in March of 2015. And I had one person tell me I should check out Periscope. And I, I was just like, I did. I was, didn't really care about watching somebody cook in Los Angeles. So, you know, I didn't give it much thought. Uh, and then the second person told me. And then the third person told me. And I was like, okay, I've really got to pay attention here. So I jumped onto Periscope. In June or July of 2015, uh, and and I I was committed to actually learning about it. That was it. I wanted to learn about it so I knew what was going on because everybody kept telling me about it. And you know, like all of us, I was super busy. I didn't have the time to really just sit there and watch everybody's live streams. And so what, would ha- what I was doing was finding time at the end of the day or into the night where I could actually log on. And there it was. I logged on to Josh Greenbaum's uh, broadcast from New Jersey, I think, New Jersey. and he was a 26 year old a 26 year old retail clothing clerk by day and a Periscope star by night. And I don't say that lightly. He had 50,000 followers and the app was only around for three months and he had 50,000 followers. And I'm like, what is it about this kid? (laughs) So I sat there on my phone watching the comments fly by and the virtual hearts go crazy. But he was responding to almost every person, every person's comments. And then somebody said, "Hey, Josh, can you show us your uh, personal development slide? You know, presentation." And he said, "Yeah, I can do that." So we watched him go into another room, come back. He he took you with him,
0: right? He just took you with him. Well, he actually,
1: he didn't even do that. He set his phone up and we watched him leave. And we're all just staring (laughs) at watching nothing. Then he comes out with the laptop and then he sets it up and then he starts doing this personal development. And people are so engaged. And there was that, there was a moment where I got it. I got what live streaming was about. It was like, it was like, uh, social media on steroids, people were making real connections. And so the next day I called all my colleagues and I said, you have to get on Periscope. You have to see what's happening here. It's going to be big. And they were, nobody did like nobody did. In fact, um, a couple months, a month, actually it was just about a month later I had started, a, an interview show on blab, which no longer exists. Um, and I had never thought about doing an interview show, but when I saw blab and you could have four people on the screen at one time and unlimited viewers, I was just like, Oh, I could do an interview show and interview people who've demonstrated excellence in their field. And, <laughs> and, um, and, and, and I, and I started it, I started the daily Q show. So I did it daily and it was so intense. And one of my colleagues was watching me and he said, Jennifer, a year from now, you're either going to be the biggest fool, or the, you know, a, or a genius for doing this right now. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, there's no way I'm going to be a fool because I'm making real connections, I'm having fun, and I'm learning a lot. So that that will never go in the category of fool. Um, but then, so when I was writing my book, I had to reach out to him. So it's two years later. Now I'm writing an instructional guide. On leveraging live streaming for business. And I said, okay, tell me what you think now. Right? Because he watched the whole thing yeah. and he said, Well, it's not often that we see someone hop on a trend before the big players. And now that Facebook and YouTube are putting so much, so much of their resource to live streaming, he said, you look brilliant. Mm. So I was like, okay, boom. Good work, Jenny Q.
0: Really good. Yeah. So So I want to go back real quick. So you were in the digital marketing space and I think it's so interesting and something we don't always recognize is you didn't get your first customers and clients online is you actually saw them in person. Like you could touch them. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And like see their expressions and, and see their sweat. Maybe when you said post on Facebook or whatever.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. That's absolutely true because my clients weren't already on digital market they weren't already doing it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and so we have to stay ahead of you know whatever our industry is doing we have to stay ahead and make sure we're identifying where is our ideal client because social media while I, like i will always say that it's it's huge most businesses still don't get their most of their leads from social media social media is leveraged as social proof and it's how we do word of mouth referrals to our friends, but, um, you know, for a large portion of brick and mortar companies, especially their, their referral base and their leads do not come from directly from social media,
0: (laughs) but we still have to know how to use it. And you still need to be on certain platforms and take advantage of the trends. Okay. So we're in 2015. You say, okay, I'm going to do, you called it, did you call it the Daily Q on Blab? Is that what you called it? The Daily Q show on Blab, yes. And Uh did you have experience with video up until that point or at that point, had you had any video? Like, was it scary? What was that like when you went on (laughs) camera? (laughs) Right. So I
1: definitely did not have any experience on video. In fact, I was that person who years before, when I first found out about YouTube, I said, Oh, that's just stupid. Who wants to watch other people's home videos? Like, we don't even want to watch our own, let alone <laughs> somebody else's. So I blew that one. Like, I missed that one, right? Um, so, no, definitely zero experience. Yes, it was scary. Yes, I started out with, with what I had, where I was. And that's what I teach people. Start where you are with what you have. And when I look back at my first shows, it's it's I have both a sense of pride that I did it and a sense of embarrassment that it was so horrible, you know?
0: What is it that they say that if if you're not embarrassed by your first ever efforts that you've waited too long?
1: <laughs> yes, I totally agree. Yeah, I totally can, agree. Yeah.
0: Well, congratulations, really, because it was that show for you that A, gave you validation, right? And then B, sure, it gave absolutely. you a name. Like it gave you a name. Right. I know Blab is not around and I'm very sad by that, by the way, but it gave you a name, but then it helped other people realize that you were there in this space. Is, is that right? So like, how did that work out? Like you were doing it every day and what was the reaction to the show and how did it help you or did it? Oh, it helped me on so many levels.
1: Um, so many levels. Uh, so just by the connections that I made with people, I would reach out to people who I felt, you know, I was prepared for them to say, no, they didn't want to be in my show, but they said yes. And it was exhilarating. Um, I, gained so much experience just in public speaking and how to communicate and how to interact uh, from a technical standpoint. I learned so much about uh, AV equipment, what I need for to look better on video, what I need for lighting, what I need for audio, um, and and I learned something interesting about branding, which was, I called it the Daily Q Show, right, Jennifer Quinn, mm-hmm. right, So, and my Twitter handle was Jenny Q, still is, (laughs) Um, and so I was logged in as Jenny Q, but I called it the Daily Q Show, Mm. and what happened over just a short period of time is people would have me on their show to interview me about the Daily Q Show, but when they would introduce me, they would say, and we have Jenny Q from the Jenny Q Show, and it happened repeatedly, and I realized I needed to change my branding to match what people were naturally referring to me and my show as. Um, And so, you know, that, so, so I think maybe the big lesson in all of this story is be okay with changing based on the feedback that you get from your audience and from your customers and from your viewers, because if we're so attached to our vision that we don't allow you know, dynamic change as we get feedback, then we may really miss yeah. an opportunity.
0: Well, I love your name. I think Jenny Q works so well. And I was going to ask you how you came up with that, but it sounds like your audience came up with that and you ran with it, which I think is so smart. Logos can be changed. They they really can. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. A logo exactly. can be
1: And well, the Jenny Q part is kind of funny because it happened... Uh, accidentally, I've never gone by the name Jenny in my whole life. And when I logged onto Twitter in 2008, because I wanted to reply, you'll, you'll love this because as a, as a uh, broadcast journalist, so I was watching Rick Sanchez on CNN Yes. and he said, and he was big on Twitter, right? Huge. And he said, he said, send me a tweet at Rick Sanchez, CNN. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what does he mean? He goes, tell me your thoughts. And I'm like, I want to tell him what I think. <laughs> And so I opened up my laptop while sitting on the couch and I'm like, what does he mean? Send him a tweet. And so I found Twitter and I set up an account, but Jen was taken. Jennifer was taken. And my husband called me Jenny Q and I'm like, I'll just do Jenny Q. And that's how it happened. I sent Rick Sanchez a tweet and he did not reply. He did not. Oh, no, he did not. But. But I became so addicted to Twitter because of the psychology and the connection. It's for me, yeah. again, it's like Twitter. It was connection. Live streaming. It was connection.
0: I love it. I love it. So today, uh, if people were to go to your website, uh, go to Jenny Q on Twitter, um, it's not going to say digital marketing expert, which is what you were a few years ago. Right. It is live right. streaming ec- expert. So. it's one thing to create an audience. I mean, it really is. It's, and you know, I've, I've seen that over the years um, is it's easy to be that person that people look up to, but it's another one to monetize from that. So if you are a live streaming expert, people now come to you for that. How did that transition happen? How did you become then the person that you could change your business model around? So,
1: I want to be totally, like, 100% uh, transparent on this. It was hard. It was painful. Um, I had built an audience who who would, you know, because I went from the Blab show where I interviewed people who demonstrated excellence in their field to a Facebook live show that was a variety show, which was focused purely on entertainment. And mm. then what happened was Clout named me number two live streaming expert worldwide. And I was like, whoa, what? I'm over here just having fun and I'm being perceived as an expert in live streaming. And sure enough, you know, once I took inventory, I'm like, well, because I I was working with a production company onboarding big brands to teach them how to do shows. And I realized I was already doing this. Right. And so I sought out, uh, coaches, um, marketing coaches and, you know, business coaches to help me do the pivot. And I, I'm telling you, I've done hard stuff in my life, (laughs) but between rebranding and writing the book and like, I feel like that was the hardest thing because it was a constant learning curve still is, uh, on how to step into that space, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but, but, but I can't stress enough
0: how, powerful it is to hire the right coaches to
1: get you where you want to go.
0: I appreciate your transparency. And it's it's interesting because when you are so in the public eye, as you are now with your live streaming show, it gets so many views and shares on Facebook. And we'll link your Facebook page, of course, to the show notes here for standout. But it's hard to, I think, if you're on the outside looking in, realize that you have to go through some work too. Like, I mean, there's, it just doesn't matter. It's like, it's not magic. <laughs> you wish it right, were right. magic, you wish, but it's just not. So I appreciate your transparency. And so so now, um, maybe on the inside, you are the live streaming expert, just like you appear on the outside. And so people all, it's like all together. It's like very congruent now, which is fantastic. right. right. <laughs> right. And it took work. It took work to get there.
1: It took, like you said, a lot of personal growth, a lot of stepping into a space, a lot of acknowledging that the audience that I had built for, yes. uh, for viewers of entertainment, mm-hmm. they are not going to come with me mm-hmm. and I had to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a, just a lot of shifting, but, uh, but it's, it's exciting because I truly believe. That you can change the world one live stream at a time. So now I'm, I'm, I get to be that person to teach people how to get their message out, right. how to change the world. That's what excites me. You know, when I get off a coaching call and I hear what people's message is that they want to help people, you know, get rid of anxiety and they've got this proven formula and, and help me get this message out to change people's lives. That's why I do it. Right. That's what excites me.
0: Okay, so I want to hear about the live streaming. Maybe it's for you. Maybe it's for the people that you've worked with. Is it just them going live, or you or them, someone going live like every day and just talking, and then all of a sudden they've got a business that makes them seven figures? And, and the reason I say this is because I just watched a live stream on your page about the um, the mistake that some marketing coaches are sharing with their clients. And so it ties into that. But is that, I mean, the, the, the message out there is you've got to go live on Facebook every day. Facebook loves your live videos. And if you do it every day, they're going to share it with the world. I mean, is that, is that good advice? <laughs> you start out. So when
1: you start out on live, you're going to get a lot of views. Your first, your first few is going to be like, cause people are curious. We're curious creatures, right? You want to see what you're going to go live about. Where the friends are going to want to see what's going on. This the second one you're going to have about half of the views. The third one you're going to have about a fourth of the views. And by the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, if you haven't structured your live streams to meet the needs of your avatar, or your ideal client, then you're not adding value. And you will lose viewers and people will rarely give you a second chance. And that's why I think that that's really bad advice for a marketing coach to say, just go live every day and talk. What are you going to talk about for a hundred days? First of all, second, if you aren't crafting your message and the, the acronym that I use in my training is VAM, uh, it's the VAM video success plan. So, so you have to know how to get viewers. You have to make sure you're showing up with authority and credibility and you have to craft your message directly at your ideal avatar. And if
0: you miss any one of those, then you're not going to be long-term successful on live streaming. Do you see, even now, with because I see a lot of live streams in my feed, a lot of marketing coaches are doing a great job in telling people to go live. Do you think that now at the end of 2017, there is still space for you to hit the right people with the right message, and make a difference? I'm imagining you're gonna say yes, but I want, I want you to help me with the why and the how. <laughs> right,
1: well absolutely, absolutely without question because we are consumers of video. In the year 2019, uh, 85% of all content consumed online will be video. Now that's live video and on-demand video, right? So, video is absolutely where you need to focus attention in creating really valuable content. I mean, YouTube is the second largest search engine. And so, you know, video is no longer optional. In fact, five years ago, when I was consulting small business owners, they'd say, what's the ROI on social media? And I would say, you get to be in business in five years still. And now I say that about video. What's the ROI on video? You get to still be in business in five years. The reason is That's good. Uh, customers are demanding to know who's behind the brand. We're being conditioned to know, to, to, to know this. Mm-hmm. And so even here's another one, Cheryl, that, that maybe some people haven't thought of. And that is, what about companies looking to hire quality employees. Well, now when you're doing research for a company that you're thinking about working for, if your company has live videos of your, of your, you know, what goes on behind the scenes and we get to feel and be a part of the culture before we even step in for our first interview. That's powerful, and that sets you apart as a company to work for than, you know, somebody who just has a really polished, you know, uh, social media profile. So the, the the usages and the applications of live video and video in general are endless. Fifty nine. Here's another one that I love. I love this statistic. Already today, 59%, 59% of executives would rather watch a video than read a blog with the same content.
0: Really, wow, that one, that's huge
1: that one, that one blew my mind yeah. because I would have thought that the executives would want to just read, bullet point,
0: yeah, or like read a short paper or something, yeah, or a, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's so interesting, yeah. Yeah. okay, so I'm on board, I think video is critical, I think video is a way to create connection. What are like maybe your three best tips, maybe three mistakes that you see? And that you can turn them around, but like three things that we want people to take away from this, if they are understanding what you're saying and what, what we're all saying is that video is, I love what you just said about, if you want to be in business in five years, then video is where you need to spend some time, but yes. your three best tips. Well, I'll
1: go back this is, this is what I teach people, um, who are just starting out. So, and it's th- another little acronym because I love acronyms. <laughs> I it laughs. L-A-V-S. I almost gave you the wrong letter. L-A-V-S. Now, these are the important things that you need to pay attention to when you're going live. Most people have a smartphone that is really good quality to go ahead and get started on live streaming. Okay? So we're going to assume that you're going to use your smartphone. And the L for li- in lab stands for lighting. And the really good news is the best lighting is daylight. And so you don't have to be outside, but sit in front of your window with the daylight coming in on your face and, and use that lighting. It's beautiful lighting. You can, it's, you know, you're just going to look 10 years younger and everybody's going to be happy. Um, the second one is audio. If you are in a quiet environment and you're using your smartphone and it's between one to three feet from, from you, right? The audio is probably good enough. To get you started if that isn't the case if that's not your situation then go ahead and use your earbuds that came with the phone that has a built-in microphone now you can definitely upgrade everything I'm saying but to get started just stick with these so you've got the lighting the audio now video uh, again recent um, uh, models of phones have upgraded their camera for HD video, so you're probably going to be just fine with that. Make sure that you clean your lens before (laughs) you go live um, so that you're not getting a blurry picture. And then S is for stability. Now, you know, in 2015, when we all started on Periscope, everybody was fine with shaky cameras because it was such a new thing, but now we don't really like that anymore. And so uh, the easiest way to have stability is to use a tripod. Uh, just set it up on a tripod. There's lots of different things and, and I can share a link uh, with some recommendations for this okay. equipment. If you'd like, yeah. uh, you just get, it's just, if you just go to uh and I will send you an email immediately with um, different recommendations, not only for the beginning gear that you might need, but also as you want to scale uh, and have more of a, like a little studio or whatever, I've got some ideas in there. Um, but the biggest thing is get started, practice, and, you know, just keep uh, keep going. And, and I'm sure you have found this, Cheryl. When people start on video, they're like, I, you know, they're, they're afraid. They don't want to look stupid. They, they don't want people to judge them and all those things. Um, but nobody likes the way they look on video. Nobody likes the way they sound. So as you're practicing and you watch the playbacks, be kind to yourself. Uh, there's good 80, about 80% of the things you're going to think, uh, eh, you know, I, I did, uh, I want to change that. And, <laughs> and the good news is you have an opportunity to change that, but 20% you're going to go, Whoa, that's cool. I didn't know I did that. And so, you know, keep doing those things slowly over time, change the
0: things that you don't like and let the rest of it go because nobody else is as critical as you are. So good. Really? I mean, just, and, and it's a mindset mostly, to get started, even though you may be terrified. And I think maybe safe to say you were a little scared in 2015 when you started.
1: Well, it's safe to say that even now, when I go live, depending on the content, depending on the platform, yeah. if it's something new that I haven't tried before, I'm still nervous. I'm still very nervous, yeah.
0: yeah. I, yeah. I know that, I mean, it's true. I, I used to hear when I was doing the news that, I mean, if you don't feel nervous, then You're not doing it right because nerves mean that you are really invested and that you really care about the a positive outcome. I love that. In 2015, you really, I mean, had the foresight to push through on a platform that you didn't know was going to exist in a year. And I mean, this live streaming thing—is it really going to be a thing? I mean, it is and it was. But now, is there something that we should be looking ahead to? Is is live streaming different even today than it was? this time last year. Like, is there a trend that we should be aware of for the future, knowing that we have to get in on video because that's gonna be critical for the growth of your company, but is there something that you're seeing in the crystal ball (laughs) that we could maybe um, utilize now? So maybe we didn't jump on in in 2015, but maybe in 2017 we can kind of look ahead and, and, uh, and, and see some positive results in the future.
1: You know, I wish I had a crystal ball, and what I do know is is um video is where it's at now there's there's a reason to do live streaming versus on demand video, but one is not necessarily better than the other you just need to do video. So the reason to do live video is because of the engagement and the connection and the interaction with people live. Uh, If that is something that you don't want to do or you like, I just don't go live. I get so frustrated with people who go live and they don't interact with the audience. It's like, why are you live? Just do a video. We'll probably still watch you. We probably still want the information, but just create a video. Right. Um, And so last year at the end of the year every year livestream universe does uh, does you know reaches out to some of the live streaming community and asks for predictions and one of the things that I predicted will which I haven't actually seen happen yet, but I kind of feel like it's going to happen. But I could be totally wrong. Still, <laughs> is that there's going to be niche platforms? So there'll be a cooking live streaming platform, and then there'll be a, you know, like a makeup tutorial. But I, I so far, I haven't seen it. So I could be totally wrong. But without question, regardless, because of because of how much Facebook and YouTube and uh, Twitter with Periscope, how much. Th- they are invested in live video, Mm -hmm. Um, it's not a wrong, it is not a wrong move.
0: Video in general is not wrong, but live video, if you understand the mechanics of it, I mean, if you really just understand that it is live and that the engagement is part of it too, right, right, then you probably will come out on top. Um, Right. That's great. That is really good. I think that those niche channels, (laughs) that would be pretty powerful, actually. So maybe something we should talk about with somebody. Somebody. (laughs) Somebody listen. Who's listening? Somebody make that happen. Yeah. Let us know. Okay. So you've got some exciting things happening. You've got your book just came out. Yes. And you've got a new program that you have coming out. So how can people reach out to you? The best way to learn about what you have going on.
1: So, the easiest way is jennyqlive.com, and there's links to all of my socials there. Uh, and yeah, I'm t- totally open to answering questions. Just send me a message. My email is there. So, that's the easiest
0: way jennyqlive.com. Perfect. Anything else you want to let people know about? And you have the gear guide that you talked about. So, I'll link that in the show notes. uh, Perfect. The standout for standout uh, on the podcast show notes. Um, the last question I have for you before we say thank you so much because you've given us such great stuff is a question I ask everyone who comes on the show. Ooh, is, okay. <laughs> what makes you a standout?
1: I would have to say the, uh, I would have to say my, authenticity. I really am open and vulnerable with my audience and I share stuff that is very scary to share, but I just really don't want people to get, um, I, I don't want anybody to say, wow, look what she's doing. I could never do that because I believe that everybody can do, every single success that I've had, anyone can do. And I want to help people realize the power that's in them and not look at other people and say, wow, they're so amazing. No, because you're amazing. You're amazing. And whatever it is you want to do, you absolutely can do.
0: That's great. Right. Learn by doing right Learn yes, by doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jenny Q. Thank you very much for joining us for the show. Lots of great value. And we'll be watching you on live stream. So thanks for joining us today. Awesome. Thank you, Cheryl. I will put all of the links for this show on the show notes page for Standout. You can find that at CherylTanMedia.com forward slash podcast. This is episode number 52. If you like what you're hearing or have feedback to make this show better, please leave a review of the show, Standout with Cheryl Tan in iTunes. I would love it if you subscribe to the show as well. Thank you so much for taking time to join us. Until next time, I'm Cheryl Tan.